Start the show. Okay, kick it off. All right, start it. Years 2009. It's the 7th of October. It's a, the month of Halloween. It's 1041 and Mike's got a long drive. Yeah. We're wasting away on the North Coast late with Amigo Schmo. Mickey. Scott. Mike. In your tree, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer after dark. <laughs> That's right. And it's girl. been a while. Was it been three weeks? Yeah, I like that. It's been a while. We're at Zodiac, <laughs> our home away from home. Our loud I think I'm going to cry. From... <laughs> <Yeah. my> <laughs> that was beautiful. She's getting Open all emotional. That's a fantastic job, Joe. <laughs> you got the year right and everything. <laughs> and uh, what are we doing on the North Coast, guys? Freezing. Yeah. The temperatures have dropped here on the North Coast. We skipped regular fall and we yeah. deep yeah. autumn. Blustery, wet, cold. Yeah, it was cold. I'm tired of this shit. Look <laughs> well, at this. It wasn't that cold. It's it was cold. 60. I don't want this stuff. Now, look, we just saw Buffett a couple weeks ago, damn it. That was summertime. <laughs> I'm staring a long, cold winter in the face here on the North Coast. I'm bitter about it. To get you the best three months, you got to get through. Yeah, got to get through more some, than nine this year. Some, some mean one said three three months my ass around here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's tough to find three months this year. It's bad. We skipped early fall where it's nice. Yeah, all the leaves hurt. They're just falling without even changing color. Yeah, get me out of here. That's it. I give up. <laughs> fall off. But it's football season. They're playing football at Landshark Stadium and. I believe the license is really supposed to be for Dolphin home games, right? That's what we read, and the really? reason I bring that up is other stadiums. Stadium? Other stadiums are completely like for the when the Vikings play at that Metrodome, it's called another thing, but when the Twins play there, it's called the Metrodome. Well, that's crap. <laughs> I know you can't change not, the name based on what's yeah, going so on there. Yeah, so that's what he only bought it for Dolphins home games, oh, supposedly. That's ridiculous. But I was watching a University of Miami. Hurricane football game like on a Friday night or Thursday night and they were talking about how it was Landshark Stadium and who plays in Landshark Stadium and they were putting Marlins, Dolphins and Miami in there and like some other team soccer, I don't know, something and I just thought it was cool that they were mentioning it, Landshark Stadium right there on uh, college football telecast when I don't think, I'm not 100% sure they're supposed that's to not in the so that's a free advertising for millions of dollars huh. I'm spending our yeah, somebody's probably get bitched at for that later. So that was my little Landshark Stadium. So we're here doing a podcast. It's 1046. Oh, I got the Landshark Stadium little story in there. Oh, that was part of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, Joe, you had an agenda, didn't you? Or had some yeah, kind of did a... anybody print that off? Because I didn't. <laughs> Gospel from the Coast, Mac's new album, Tailgate Gear, Landshark Stadium stuff, ringtone wrap-up. Review of Alpine Valley 2009 concert with listener Ezra here. That's a mighty I found it. Possible forecasts. <laughs> Michigan oh. Stadium is using piped-in music during football games this year. <laughs> it's embarrassing wow, when Mick really reads my stupid agendas out loud. <laughs> no, what's embarrassing is a podcast that follow up with the agenda. <laughs> yeah, it's and, embarrassing uh, you guys can't come up with anything better than my... What are you going to do to spike your cider this fall? No, you have to read it the way you wrote it. <laughs> so you so sit down with some, some donuts and spice cider. <laughs> Did what I? you spike yeah. it with while you listen to what buffety music? <laughs> to I'm trying to get these guys thinking. And so all you sit down. Bullshit. I'm just thinking, don't pollute the cider. Cider's awesome. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking cider. Well, he puts beer in his cider. I did. I, I do. love cider. Oh, cider I untouched. I drink cider. It's ambrosia. You what? I put beer in my cider. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, you know, you know the the alcoholic like woodchuck cider, and like Guinness, that's a drink. It, the Guinness will float on top of the cider like a like a black and tan, mm. and it's good. It's called the Black Witch. You'd like it. Thank you. Wow. You just insulted me. Wow. Holy cow. Because you're a witch. <laughs> Get it? Gospel from the coast. Jimmy did his Paris show, and it was not at the uh, New Morning Jazz Club like it had been for the last two years. It was at La Cigale, I think was the name of it. Which, by the look of the YouTube videos, looks like more of a theater than just like a club. So, I guess that was an improvement. Um, he did the songs you kind of expect, Autour de Rocher, and anything mentioning France or Paris. And he closed with He Went to Paris, like he's always done. Then there's the story that uh, Jimmy has joined a, uh, a, a campaign to save the Miami Marine Stadium. Uh, because it needs repairs because of uh, Hurricane Andrew, which I believe was, was a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, the reason the reason it's of interest is because Marine Stadium is where he shot Live by the Bay. Oh, yeah. I knew something. That looked like a cool venue to see a show. The water behind it and everything. You could see it from your boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That place is... It'll be all right. And it should be preserved. It should. Yeah. I also saw that Timothy B. Schmidt is coming out with his first solo album in eight years. It's called Expando, and it's coming out on October 20. I remember getting that, his previous album, and it was not too bad. That In fact, there was one really good song. I remember he used to play it during the concert. Buffett let him play a, a song in there, and it was a pretty good song. I liked it. That's why I bought that record. I wonder if this will be any good. He's got a lot of guest stars on this one. I only took a, a brief glance at the uh, the article, and it, it gave a track list and some of the guest stars, and it looks like he has a lot of people guesting on it. And it kind of looks like it might have a world music sound, because a lot of the uh, the artists had foreign-looking names. I guess Ilo Farrell. The, the easiest way to say it. <laughs> Everybody loves Ilo. And the uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise has new ownership. That's right. I was going to mention that one. That is true. Which the, uh, I was surprised because Buffett, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville Holdings, which I did not know this, I thought he sold the cheeseburger and thing, but he still the, owns the trade. Yeah, he's got the name. It's a so royal he licensed the, he he licensed the name. It. Yeah. Now, the, the new owner is basically the old owner. It's the CEO right. who got private investment and has taken it over from Outback. Cheeseburger in Paradise president Steve Overholt went out on his own as the owner of the 34-unit restaurant chain after finding an investor group that paid Tampa-based Florida OSI restaurant partners $2 million. Which seems like a bargain for 34 restaurants. Yeah. I mean, right? Unless those are leased, do you think? I mean, do I'm they sure have they're leased. property? I'm sure they're leased, but still. Still, it seems still pretty cheap. cheap. And I, I guess he, to make it possible, they renegotiated the royalty deal with Buffett so they can make some cash now. With a kinder royalty deal in place. Quote. So they're sticking. So we have to get back. Yeah, I think it's still open. We have to get back up. No, the one in Jordan Heights is. They closed that one. They closed that one. Crap, we missed it. And it wasn't that long ago. It was in the summer that they closed it. Mm -hmm. It was actually maybe right before the concert. They kept looking out the window for us, and we never never made it. So there's no. It wasn't bad. Is there none in Michigan? Was there one in Lansing or something? No. I think that was it. 
I enjoyed that. It was good. It was a good burger. You know, there was another one in Michigan, but it was one of the first to close. Was the other one. And the other thing I wanted to mention was the non-alcoholic brand iced tea. Paradise Key iced tea debuted to the public Monday night at Landshark Stadium. Paradise Key by Margaritaville is a new line of all-natural brewed teas. The finest black, green, and red teas are selected from around the world and then brewed to perfection. Sweetened with just the right amount of pure cane sugar and then flavored with real fruit. Available in four delicious flavors, black tea with lemon, tropical black tea, green tea with citrus, and diet peach red tea. Now, if a listener get their hands on some of this, because we here on the North Coast cannot get our hands on it, send us a couple bottles. We would appreciate it. Um, Feel free to contact us via email, and uh, I'd be happy to even pay for them. Yeah. So if you can get them to us, uh, send us an email, and I'll uh, contact you with information but that diet one sounds pretty good peach diet peach yeah, red sounds good yeah make sure you send some of that up let's try that i want the lemon well as a diabetic i'm gonna think that the diet peach might be a little bit better for me. okay so let's get into some of those things that were actually on the agenda because i did some of them for the first time in a year <laughs> what else well, we're doing anything else from the pulpit Oh, you know, there is the uh, the uh, department that I started where it's stuff that um, I need to correct that we talked about months ago. <laughs> is that the name of it? It's getting a larger, larger <laughs> It's a more bitter name. <laughs> it's, it's nothing major. It's not like a major correction. But, um, but when, we were talking, when we were talking about our own show, there was the uh, One Love video that we finally got a chance to see, and I was surprised to see that Buffett was actually a part of it. And that's what caused me to go out and order the Playing for Change CD, which is what that One Love video was from. And um, I mentioned that I bought it and hadn't taken a look at it. And now having taken a look at it, Buffett is not in the video that's on the DVD that's part of the CD package. Um, I guess his uh, his um, participation was recorded after the fact, so it wasn't part of the CD-DVD package. But Margaritaville.com has the video that they show during that intermission, and it, you can see it at Margaritaville.com. I can't link to it because it's part of their Margarita Vision page, and they don't link to individual videos. But you can see if you buy the Playing for Change CD DVD, which I do recommend even though Buffett isn't on it, if you do want to see that video, you can see it at margaritaville.com. Just go to the Margarita Vision page and look for the One Love video. And and if you're a music lover at all, go to the Playing for Change site because I watch their, I get their updates on their video. The whole concept is just outstanding, and it really brings home uh, how powerful music is. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, these guys are so talented. Like Speaking I wish you music. I get. I wish they would come. I mean, they've been doing concerts, and they the, an hour before the show, these people meet. You know, these people met for the first time from all over, and to watch the video, of these guys performing. They literally met an hour before the show. I mean, there's just the one guy, and I can't think of his name. The the older guy who's like missing half his teeth yeah, from New Orleans, like big Papa something or whatever. Guy is incredible. He's singing. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Papa Smurf the wrong, like the bad, gone wrong. But the guy is incredible. I mean, 
it, he's and he's doing. They're doing all great songs. Who oh. oh, grab it, bitch? Excuse me. It's eleven o'clock. Damn it! I started the day at six. But um, I can barely finish the story. I just so love going to that website. So what's next? Do we have any more on the pulpit, or do we did, want to? Uh, do... We talked about the, the Margaritaville Grill, didn't we? No, we didn't. That, uh, is that on my agenda? No, it's not. So we can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Mike. Oh, I asked for input for the agenda. You give it to me now. <laughs> it's bullshit. I no, it was. Go off agenda. It's on the blog, but we haven't talked about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah, no. There's the. Well, tell us. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's this awesome looking grill. I saw a commercial for it during a college football game, and I, and I hadn't heard of it before. On ABC, no yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a big deal. Even but it's, it's but it's like a, but it's like a commercial from the Big Ten Network. It's a weird kind of commercial, but no, but it's well done, and it really shows. I mean, it shows off the product. Yeah, and, it's like a mini. And they mentioned Buffett stuff, you know, the cheeseburger in paradise. And I, it's kind of Buffett related for sure. And uh, well, anyway, I know, and I know. somebody uh, somebody at one of the tailgates um, at one of the Michigan football games this year, I had my grill, I have this Coleman thing, and this lady was telling me about, oh, I saw this awesome grill. It was on the back of this, this truck, and they, it swings out, and then it pivots around, and I'm, I said, uh, that's the Margaritaville grill, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that is it. So she saw it. She was raving about this grill. And and uh, I just like learned about it a couple weeks before, so apparently mm-hmm. it's really this awesome and, uh, grill. So lame is like Labor Day weekend, and I'm watching college football. And, like I see that commercial, and I, I should be texting you. So at least Mike, did, I won't forget. Did text us? Yeah, yeah. Text, Mike texted, no, I know you texted like, like and I had just seen it too. And the boys are like, "There's that grill again, Dad." And we're watching it. And I don't think to text you guys. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like it hooks on the back of this trailer hitch, and it like pivots out, yeah. and swings out, yeah, and opens up. It has an arm. That and, would dissuade me from getting it, though. Well, you if you don't have a trailer, Rich, you can't. Okay, do you want that, though? Do you want that? I think it's cool. the back of your vehicle? Oh, yeah, because you don't have cool. to un... You just swing it out of the way. Yeah. Really, what I do, and what I did with my freestyle, which it's I... It's like a bike it. rack for a barbecue. That's yeah, awesome. just, I used to bring the it's grill out. Idea. It put a, it like it lays as if it's swinging out and set up right there every week. Now I got it. It takes so much room in the car, and it's, it's you know, you got to... Yeah, but usually you have a big car with a trailer hitch, you probably have room for it. You don't need, but not necessarily, because you pack it in there. You can put a a trailer hitch on any kind of car now. It's not really that big a deal. And and if you get it from the dealer, it's not really that even expensive. I mean, that's like one of those really dirt cheap, because it's not that you don't don't even need the hitch. Most cars, it's a standard piece. It's just a square block. And then it goes into the hole. It's not like it fits on the actual ball. It actually goes into yeah, the receiver the end. receiver end where the ball usually goes into. So, I mean, actually, this last van doesn't have it, but literally all my cars, like Jimmy, it's standard on the Jimmy, pretty much standard on all, every truck. Yeah, we had them on the Mountaineer. Last yeah, this all... You know, the sport utility and crossovers. They have, like a, they have like a, this cover for it that says Margaritaville on the cover of it and everything. And and the whole thing good. is if it gets real hot, yeah, I mean, at least it's on the outside. Yeah. When anybody mess with it, it must lock into place. Yeah, it's got to yeah. lock. It, it locks into lock. place. But I just, I, I was charged up when I saw the commercial, and then just to have this lady, like, raving about this grill. And, hey, I, I, I know that grill. I wish I had one. Mm-hmm. Margaritavillecargo.com. That's it. 
you see the video. You actually see the commercial so, that we saw. Yeah. If somebody wants website. to send money to our PayPal so we can actually <laughs> we'll sample. buy the grill. Yeah, sample. we'll sample. How about the we'll folks do a review? Margaritavillecargo.com. They can send us a sample <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll review it for them. And, I really would like to test out the blender, the cordless blender. Yeah, there's many different types now. Well, now those blenders are everywhere. I mean, Target, Myers, everybody has the Margaritaville line of blenders now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had that one the display. The Myers had the Myers. big display, and then I went yeah. to Target. I've seen that at more than one Myers, too. Yeah, and then I went to Target like two weeks ago, and I never go to Target. I actually was going down, it was on an end cap at Target, and guess what? They're out of stock. So I actually, <laughs> you know, and they have three different kinds. So there's my endorsement of the Margaritaville Grill. Although, to get an official endorsement, we really should buy one and try it out. And we'll receive one yeah. for free. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it through its paces. We'll try it. We'll tailgate test it. <laughs> so I believe part of our homework was to, uh, well, actually, it was part of our homework was created by our listener. Our listener had uh, visited the and attended the Alpine Valley concert yeah, and gave us an outstanding review of the concert. Do you want to talk about the ringtones or no? Well, I this figured that would be a closer. Yeah, sure. Bring in, bring get in the ringtones. No, and then get the listeners. Uh, Speaking of listeners. So, our good friend... Our Pat mailbox Coon. was full this week. Pat Coon or Dom Coon, yeah. From the mailbag. And he sent us... He liked our buffer. He sent us the ringtones. Yeah. <laughs> he sent us the FD3s for us to use. Did and you I, did I did not see <laughs> so He sent oh. us on September 28th. Greetings from down around Biloxi, or Biloxi. He's was, the one who got HUD. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that saw right through HUD and his, his bitter, bitter attitude toward everything the South. Yeah, which every, is why HUD is no longer part of this program. Bitter attitude. Period. He said, "Was just listening to show number one hundred and eleven and wanted to share several several of my ringtones. In general, he uses Margaritaville." When his wife calls, it's smart woman in a real short skirt and my lovely lady. Oh. <laughs> what about his girlfriend? <laughs> Don't go there. To, yeah. <laughs> my daughter, little Miss Magic. My son, son of a son of a sailor. And work, it's my job. That's good. I, like that. yeah, I also occasionally use Pirate Looks at 40, Migration, Brown Eyed Girl, and I have found me a home. And no... I don't have. I don't only have Buffett ringtones. I've used Crazy Train by Ozzy for a long time for my home number, along with several others. Fins up, Dom Coon. Listener Brad contributed some suggestions too of uh, ringtones in our shout box. Listener Brad uh, also commented that there's a Landshark billboard in Seattle, and he was very surprised to see it out there. And um, for Captain the Kid, he uses it as the as his uh, ringtone. In honor of his father-in-law, as a reference to him and my son. Cool. So it's it's kind of funny how we we never intended to talk about ringtones. It was just kind of something that came up right before we started recording, and it turned in, into our most popular topic ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> so uh, I guess we should stop bothering to do any kind of knock off the production meetings. Just, yeah, just yeah, you know all those wing. hours spent pre-production meetings. And my, five, my, five, my five minutes at the post office. Oh, so now I can get back to you, listener. Now, Brian, yes. Who sent us an in-depth review of the Alpine Valley concert. But before that, he was a on-the-spot reporter, and he sent us these Skype updates. 
Here's the first one. Hi there, Mr. Ed, checking in. Baby, Alpine Valley. Give me yourself a concert. Give me a to go on stage for about 20 minutes. And uh, all is well so far. Some loud people around him. He has seen that people around his head. <laughs> Following that, he sent us this update. Hi, this is Mr. Ed. Give me a concert at Alpine Valley. So far, all is well. Full crowd. Everyone's excited for the concert. And uh, it's a big, great show. I will check in with you guys uh, when the concert's over. Bye. And after the concert, he sent us this. Hi, this is Bush Ed reporting in uh, after the Jimmy Buffett concert here at Alpine Valley. Uh, excellent show, as always. And I want to give uh, Jimmy and the rest of the band for playing through it. to be one of the most cool. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason for that, as he explains in his follow-up <laughs> update. Hi, this is Listener Ed calling in again. Sorry about the interruption before. Security had asked. So, anyway, we'll try this again. Um, Post-concert, uh, uh, as always, Jimmy put on a fantastic show. And I do want to give credit to Jimmy and the band for persevering and playing through uh, basically a very cold and dreary uh, day here at Alpine Valley. Uh, the temperature had dropped to about 55 degrees and it started raining. So um, hats off to the band for continuing to play through weather they're not used to playing in. So uh, that's all for now. Uh, a uh, detailed report to follow. Thank you. Uh, the weather's like that every time I go to Alpine. <laughs> in well, June. He, he did send us that detailed report, and that's what we're going to be relying on for our concert roundup of the Alpine Valley concert, which was August 29th, 2009, which I think was a Saturday. Well, it's, it's nice to have a field reporter out there giving I us I think these, it was uh, Saturday. Yeah. And right. wants to start reading. He starts off again mentioning the weather, as I'm sure I would as well, and still talk about. It was a frigid evening at Alpine Valley that night. I'm referring to the temperature, of course. I did listen to the pre-interview from pre-concert interview or whatever. Yes, yeah. now the Jimmy and Mike show. Yeah, they were commenting about the weather, too. Brr, brr, brr. Welcome to... The summer school tour. It's Jimmy and Mike. Jimmy, what's the temperature here in Alpine Valley up in Wisconsin? It's fucking freezing, Mike. Oh. <laughs> fucking freezing. And it looks like there's moisture in the air in the spotlight. Can you see the moisture? I see it. Yes, it's. I think they call that a drizzle up here. Oh, it's a drizzle. It, it must be 47, 45 degrees. It doesn't degrees. deter the cheese heads. They seem to be hopped up out there. Um, going through the parking lot, he says it's he compares it to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, the typical, typical setup, and uh, he's got some photos posted, and I guess we can go ahead and put that on our blog. Yeah, shakerassault.blogspot.com is Lucifer Ed's website. Yeah. Oh, but one of the first things he mentions here is the same thing that Mick and I noticed too was the whole beach ball thing. Yes. Apparently that happened. Uh, he saw the exact same deal, and they treated the beach balls the same way that. Uh, 
we saw them being treated. Apparently, the uh, the staffers there would would catch them, snatch them out of the air, and, and kill them with mm-hmm. the uh, with pens or whatever. So then he uh, he found his way in, and uh, third row, he says, but off to the far side, stage left. So he was close, but yet far away. He says. I think it was on the wrong side too, because it was like on the. Uh Utley side, not on the Tina side. Yeah, he says that later. The worst part was Tila was on stage right and out of my view. Hmm. I did see her clearly on the projection screen that was off to my right. And yes, Tina looked great. Mm. <laughs> yes, and he provided you a know, picture of the projection screen. I made you. Ah, it shaped her salt. <laughs> I made you jump ahead now. So, uh, concert, I'm hopping around all over the place here. The concert opened with Louie Louie and Hot Hot Hot. Uh, wound up the crowd. And he's got a, a link to a YouTube, so apparently there's some video of that. So he uh, he starts into the uh, review here, Laj Namai, first song. Uh, he says, this is a great song to open with. The band was ready to do another great show, even though the weather was cold and rainy. John Lovell's trumpet sounded great. And there's a change-up for the second song. Usually it stars on the water, but this time they do Coconut Telegraph. We're going to read the... Oh, you want me to? Yeah, it was, sure. It was great that Jimmy brought this one to Alpine Valley. I have never seen this song performed live at Alpine. Jimmy made numerous references to Wisconsin throughout the song. And I have to kind of differ here because it was mainly just references to cheese heads. He didn't do any specific references to Wisconsin. But anyway, the third song was Summer School, and Jimmy brought on his special guest, who was Glenn Worf, a, a bass player who's performed... Uh, a studio musician who's performed with a lot of people, especially uh, Mark Knopfler. Uh, Glenn played bass on many tracks from Take the Weather With You and is a Wisconsin native. And uh, Jimmy had this to say when bringing Glenn Worf on stage. And it gives me a, a great deal of pleasure to announce a visiting professor to summer school tonight who is, who is one of you. From Madison, Wisconsin, please welcome Mr. Glenn Wharf up here, who's uh, who's playing with us for the first time tonight. You have heard him on many of our records, sharing it with Jim Mayer, and also touring with Mark Knopfler, one of the great bassists around, but he's never played with us in his home state, so I said, we ought to try this out. His guests are extremely drunk backstage. And he's learning quickly that the only sanctuary around here is right on this stage. So, welcome, Glenn, to the Coral Reef of Madness in Cheesehead Land. Hmm. Well, Cheesehead Land, he knows, because that's where he's from. That's kind of a dumb introduction, Jim. <laughs> and, uh, listener, Ed also mentions that Peter Mayer's guitar work on Summer School was excellent. The next song was It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. Mac was doing the introduction to this song, and Jimmy had one of the beach balls in his hand and showed it to Mac. I don't know what was written on the ball, but Mac actually stopped in the middle of the introduction to read it. He laughed and then continued with the intro. And listener had links to a YouTube video, but here's the audio. Oh, great timekeeper. Please instruct us in the ways not to lose time. We've worked really hard in this last off-season to figure out some stuff about time. We factored in the speed of light and blood alcohol content. And we've come up with a theory that we only really need one time. That way you don't have to lose track of it. I lost track of time for a second. (laughs) It's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) 
Don't lose yourself out there. Oh, yeah, it's real fucking hot, yeah. We're dead like molasses in the wintertime. I think that changes the lyrics here. Getting paid by the hour, colder by the minute. Yeah. Boss just put me over the limit. Yeah. I did watch that in YouTube. So I wonder what that said. And the song after that was Manana. You want to take over? Uh, sure, Jimmy made a reference to Star Trek right before the song started. And uh, he says, uh, listener Ed says, I haven't heard Jimmy make a Star Trek reference since the San Diego concert on September 4th, 1975 at the back door. Wow. Except during boat drinks. <laughs> so, and I have, to, I have to point out that the week before, I made a reference to Spock and his fiance from the episode Amok Time, the uh, season premiere of the second season of Star Trek. So I found it kind of interesting that Jimmy suddenly brings up <laughs> a, Spock, a Spock reference just a few days after, and here's the audio to it. I think that the thing to do now is to take this show south to the Florida Keys for a few songs. You and I are on the same wavelength. It's like... It's like Spock and the Vulcan woman. I don't know. It's just something's just we're mind melting here. So, and I think it's mind melding, not melting, mind melting. But I think there would be an offense against the Prime Directive if Spock were melting people's <laughs> minds. Yeah, it's not the same. Uh, speaking of Mañana, here's a little reference to uh, our own home state of the Great Lakes state of Michigan. She said, I can't go back to America soon. It's so goddamn cold. Is this August or June? They're freezing up in Michigan, stuck in their car. We're here in Wisconsin with music and stars. Except we weren't freezing. It wasn't that bad. I know. Yeah, man. I know. He's I don't, I don't, and I also don't see how June is colder than August. <laughs> well, but anyway. we were at Alpine Valley in June, and it was freaking mm. cold. But anyway, song six is Conky Tonkin. Nadira's vocals on this song were fantastic. It was a great duet with Jimmy. Here's also a clip from the intro to Conky Tonkin. Another reference to how cold it was. Before this evening is over, those beach balls may turn into snowballs over there. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think it was cold there that night? It's August. Well, as Mike said, yeah. it is. It was freezing in June. It was June. Same type of deal. It was <laughs> it's like rainy. As soon as Buffett started complaining about it, it's like, I know exactly yeah. how he feels. Yeah. Like, putting on all the layers of clothing that you brought, you know. I got a, like five shirts on, T-shirts, sweatshirts. Patty's got a blanket around her. <laughs> We're still freezing our asses up. Song 7 was Changes in Latitudes. Listener Ed says it was a good performance, great video of the parties in the parking lot on the screen, and he also links to a YouTube video, and we'll pass along that link on our show notes blog at wasteingway.net. <laughs> Song 8. Volcano. And here, here he uh, mentions Elo Ferreira. Who is Elo Ferreira, and why is he touring with Jimmy? Is this the best the Caribbean has to offer? Bring back the juke joint duo. 
and he uh, links to a couple of uh, videos here, more YouTube videos. Um, so clearly he's not a fan of ELO. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he joins us with that. Yes. Yeah. Although, you know, I, I... I really expected more after that huge build-up that Jimmy yeah. gave ELO. And when he came out, it's like, he's some guy. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like a virtuoso. It wasn't like Jake. Yeah. Jake came on stage and it's like, okay, now I understand why you want yeah. to share him with the world. Away. But Elo, it's some guy. But the one song is with growing on me. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it, it more. The song's okay, but I don't need to hear it during the Buffett show. He, right, right. It is not growing on me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with Mick on that one. Especially right. the yeah, fact I, I, I'm I'm more with Mike in line now that I've heard it a couple more. Especially times. the yes. fact <clears> that you can. The song is so repetitive. It it starts out with like the verse and chorus, just the instrumental version of it. You've already heard it. The first fifteen seconds, you've already heard the whole song. But I wouldn't mind like like maybe if he opened the show, played you know, three four songs or something to open it up. Just you know, but not like in the middle of the Buffett show. It, and, and in this show, well, we haven't got to it. We're jumping ahead. But the song is deep into the show. It's like yeah, it's like too late. Yeah, well, anyway, disrupts I, things. I did get a kick out of uh, Jimmy's comment during the beginning of Volcanoes. There's some little volcanoes out there, too. I smell them. <laughs> I haven't heard him made that kind of yeah, reference before. Yeah, no. I was going to ask not correct me up. If you've heard that during your listening. <laughs> a little mini volcano. And so. inevitably, the next song was Cheeseburger in Paradise, which always seems to follow Volcano during this tour. Yeah, he uh, talks about Peter on this one. So his, his guitar performance was outstanding and uh, he was surprised that the song was uh, in the first half of the show that mm -hmm. it came so early get it over with but you know Peter's solid man that, that guy he is uh, he is a hell of a guitarist it's, it's yeah we talked about I mean the it band's been better around now year, together you know? for a long time yeah and doing other things they're obviously strong musicians and then they can have fun with the songs and yeah. do little things differently then we got Come Monday, the beach band configuration. Jimmy really sounded good on this one. Again, surprised that this song was in the first half of the show. Followed by Son of a Son of a Sailor. An outstanding live performance. Nadira once again belted out some great vocals. And the video shown was Jimmy back in the old days on one of his boats. And at the end, there was some footage of Ted Kennedy on his boat, which I guess is new because we didn't see that. I don't no, think we did. I don't remember seeing that. He, um, Jimmy did a shout-out to Ted Kennedy, but... Yeah, no, I think video. I kind of remember that. Really? No, I don't remember seeing that. I think I remember making a comment about that. And a uh, listener, it also points out that at the end of this song, Jimmy mentioned that this song was for Teddy, and Jimmy has been doing that the last few shows, ever since the death of Ted Kennedy. He's been saying that this one's for Teddy. Uh, Brown Eyed Girl, up next. Um... Once again, uh, the Alpine Valley crowd displayed their love of Jimmy's version of this song. And again, it's mentioned that the uh, it was 55 degrees and raining. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but more confirmation crowd, that it was cold. Yeah, but the crowd rocked along with the band. Yeah. One particular harbor next. Once again, the band and Jimmy performed an outstanding live version of this song. And this always gets the crowd going, I think. It's... Uh, this is this is a good one. I like this one in the in the set list. Can't go wrong with this song. Just my two cents. It is a good song. No one's going to disagree with you me, know, are I they? Don't and then a, a new song, uh, the "A Lot to Drink About" song. 
surprised that there were a lot of people singing uh, along and actually knew the lyrics. For a new song that only has been released on iTunes and margaritable.com. Also, uh, Glenn Wharf was brought back on to play with this song. And he also mentions that it was a shame that Why Don't We Get Drunk was mixed in with this song. It's time to retire this one from the set list, Listener Red says. But I don't know. I, I, I tend to agree. I'd like to, I wouldn't mind seeing it go on a little vacation for a little while. I, I think it we, has, though, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it went on, just, it went on a, t- a, a year-long vacation, the tour before, yeah. and I think this is the perfect place for it. Exactly. Yeah. He, only does, he only does a, a verse and chorus, except the last couple shows around this time, he was doing a verse, chorus, verse, chorus. But I think this is the perfect place for it. No, yeah, I like the little snippet. The so I don't know. I think I think listener Ed and I would have to uh, have like a, a gentleman's disagreement. <laughs> well, I'd be on listener Ed's side. I'm, I'm well, I, I, I understand what he says. It should be. Out of, it's cool that it's been out of the show, but he just brings it in and it like fits into the song. Yeah, too. I think it's, I think it's I think it fits in well in this particular. Then instance. he can continue to retire it when he stops playing the song. We agree to disagree. Pretty much. <laughs> that was anticlimactic. You're an idiot. Stop being stupid. <laughs> Stop disagreeing with me. So he mentions the One Love video, which we saw. So Jimmy and a bunch of other artists he's never seen before. Yes, but, that's uh, true because they're not there. They're not. They're like street artists. musicians. Right. But it was cool. I enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Jimmy and some of his band came out to do an acoustical version of this song. Good performance. Jimmy on the ukulele. Robert G's pans really stood out. Jimmy and the band came out for the second half wearing jackets. <laughs> so there you go. I don't remember. Which has that. to be noteworthy because I don't think <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them dress warmly. No, that's what I mean. But the songs, this song sounds great. Yeah, the ukulele in there is cool. Yep. Yeah, well, we need somebody else who can play the ukulele. Maybe yeah, that song. I can play it. We haven't heard it. I can play. My head hurts. My feet stink, and I don't love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yet that's the next song. He never liked the song, and he still, I still don't. But I do, and I learned to play it on the ukulele, and I, and I like it. Yeah, I love, I like maybe he'll song. like my version of it. Like to record my version. <laughs> I haven't used this word in at least three podcasts, so I'm going to say that vacillate. I, I vacillate on this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't have anything to drink. I vacillate on that song, and but I do like it now. I'm in the, I swayed back. Song sixteen, um, Frank and Lola. He brought back Frank and Lola. Love it. It's great that Jimmy brought back this or brought this one back. A great performance by John Lovell on the trumpet, followed by Grapefruit, Juicy Fruit. Great live performance of this song. The band was really in sync for this one, and it just so happens I have a little audio clip of the intro. All right. Yes. I had to make sure that one's working. The fingers are getting a little cold here. I got to make that slide on this Mortal Sin song, you know. Do you think it was cold that evening? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm beginning to get it. <laughs> Get a message. He couldn't send somebody out to go buy some freaking uh, uh, propane heaters from uh, Home Depot? Come on. Song 18, I feel like going so well, wait, 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 like, wait, wait, wait. Are we going too quick? Because I would really like to say that that version of Frank and Lola was good. Did anybody else listen to the whole? 
Yeah, I sounded. I told you, yeah, the whole thing sounded awesome to me. Um, the, I could do without the grapefruit, juicy fruit. Let's keep that retired, though. It never has retired, yeah. No, he, he has to play it. It's on the Greatest Hits album. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I could take a break. I'm surprised it was ever on that album. <laughs> I think we, we talked about that. We kind of all voted and agreed that that was one that could go away for a while. Yeah. Except back. <laughs> but um, I was in, in talking about the greatest now. hits. <laughs> was How did they end up? hated Brahma Fear. Hated Brahma Yeah, why does he play Brahma Fear? Fuck <laughs> Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. Play Brahma How did it end up on the greatest hits? Uh-huh. Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. Really? Well, it's been around I mean, forever. I mean, yeah. it's it's a staple in the it show. It must have been one of the last ones. Is. Well, no, it's all singles. Anyway, until it goes Surfing in a Hurricane, song 18. Jimmy mentions Sheboygan, Wisconsin in the song, and there's a reference to Sheboygan in the video. Jimmy does visit Sheboygan every time he performs at Alpine. I think that it would have been nice, a nice touch to have the members of the band The Ventures as special guest guitarists on this song, and listener goes on to link to some The Ventures sites, such as theventures.com. <laughs> song 19, Let Me Love You. Listener's review is... <laughs> Total waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the song I talked about that is growing on me, but not in the middle of a Buffett show. Not, um, I got I got a uh, kick out of this because some people were saying that the title of this song was "Let Me Love You Again," and to me, it sounded like he was saying "Let Me Love You, Babe," and I'm thinking, "Oh my God, am I really going that deaf?" And then Jimmy introduces it as "Let Me Love You, Babe," and it's like, "Hey, huzzah! I got it right. You got it wrong." <laughs> but you did doubt yourself first. Yes, I did. Because you don't pay attention when the song sucks. Move on. Get yeah. over it. <laughs> That's a good of... song. I enjoy the song, and I like to hear it on Radio Margarita. But I, I thought the on. most notable thing about this was that every other show, "Surfing in a Hurricane," leads directly into "Southern Cross." This is the first show that hasn't done that. They did Surfing in a Hurricane as a separate song and then started Let Me Love You and then brought Southern Cross in later on in the show. So I was really surprised at that when I heard it, when I was listening to it on uh, Radio Margaritaville. And even after Let Me Love You, the next song was not Southern Cross. It was Gypsies in the Palace. That was okay. Which, uh, Listen Red says, one of the best live performances of the song I have seen to date. So, and John Lovell, a.k.a. Johnny Martini, was doing a dance during the song. And Johnny can move, he says. I mean, so had the, the, the best... <laughs> the, the only place that song made sense to me was when he was at the Palace of Auburn Hills. And I thought, <laughs> and I thought that was the best version of that that I've ever heard. That's a good up-tempo song. I like yeah. that song. <laughs> I did it earlier, dude. Then Last Mango in Paris. Then Last Mango in Paris. Once again, one of the best live performances I have heard and seen to date. Mike's performance was outstanding. Nice picture of Jimmy and Captain Tony on the screen at the end of the song. And it sounds like they changed that because I thought it was just a single picture of Captain Tony at the end of yeah. that song. Yeah. So I guess they uh, found something in the archives since our show. Song 22, finally Southern Cross shows up. Jimmy mentions that he hears a foghorn. What he was hearing was some guy blowing into a queen conch shell every five minutes. 
It was funny the first two times. After that, it became very annoying. This person with the shell was standing about 20 feet from me. This song is another Alpine Valley favorite. The crowd rocked during this one. And I have a clip of the intro, which does have the foghorn conch shell in it. I hear a foghorn blowing out there. <clears throat> well, we will steer our way through that. The spirits are moving, I believe, tonight. Yeah. Now, the bad thing is, the guy just got a reference from Jimmy, mm -hmm. and his nipples got hard, I'm yeah, sure. And then the he thought, oh, I'm in. Jimmy likes the horn. I'm going to mm -hmm. blow it. And Did then, you, if I was 20 feet from that guy, I guarantee you he'd have been swallowing his fucking gun shell. <laughs> Did you hear the guys uh, shouting and calling Jimmy at the beginning? Yeah. Because yeah. they must have been, like, right at the stage, nice and loud. Because when Jimmy does the band intros, that's all they do is, like, repeat everybody's name. And Nadira Shakur. Nadira! Nadira! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, that was the guy at the Roger Klein show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard him yell that. That guy oh has been in uh, other recordings doing that same yes, thing. Yes, enough. He did it the last Magic Bag show that's on the recording. Yes. Bitch, Nova! Shut up. Yeah. And then didn't he say Brian Bluss, too, or yeah, something, too? I thought that Danny, was Danny White. He's mentioning the old... Yeah. Well, Russian speaking of Roger Klein... Carry on with Roger Klein <laughs> podcast, because I have to go to the restaurant. <laughs> it's time for Roger Klein. This just in. Klein Tober. Wasting away on the North Coast, boys just got back from Sunday night. A Sunday, yes, I did say Sunday. Yeah. Night concert, which was bizarre, but yet outstanding. Yeah, I was really out of sorts all day. I, 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 it just seemed strange on a Sunday. Watching football, and then you had a, you know, your... I couldn't get up for the concert. I really couldn't. I was yeah, not excited. Was yeah, it was just odd. I think it's, there's other factors, too, going into all this, and... Leading up to it, I wasn't as into it, but I, but yet I was. I was really looking forward to it, but it was all very low-key, uh, downplayed in my head. And we yeah, we could we have gone. Partying it yeah, up. I wasn't and ready stuff to like party. If I did not to. want to go, like I thought we would go real early and watch football all day. And yeah. I did have other. There was other factors that factored in all this. Other things. That, but the show itself was. Uh, I mean, what are we going to say? It's bad. It was a good show. No, it was an outstanding it sounded, show. The set list was really good. Back at the Magic Bag. Last a smoke-free Magic Bag. Yeah, that was nice. I tell you, I sleep better when I get home. I feel better driving. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, as I, it just... Yeah, I was up till probably one thirty, two o'clock. By the time difference. I set myself down and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't totally out of it the next morning. No, know? yeah, I was fine. I went to work yeah. and... Uh, I was a little tired at the end of the day and everything, but it was a long day for me the next day. So that, uh, he did not play any new music. No, no new That's songs. the second time through here where he's played new music. Before the art show in May, he had played new music. He did not play for us. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he has been. I have not been following this closely. I think it was a good set list. He never has the same one twice. He threw in Green and Dumb was not on the set list, I don't think. No? Green and Dumb. Or broken record. And I like that that version of Green Dumb where it just comes out uh, solo first and the band joins yeah. in. That's really cool. I like that too. I like that a lot. The uh, video for Green and Dumb I did record that will be up on our 
on our show probably by the time this gets edited I'll have a version available yeah, I see that because it my little camera did a nice job it's such a great song and then yeah. we also got Dada so it's like a little Mexico mm-hmm. and Ferndale, Michigan well I think that's become a standard closer for uh, for us that was well Last couple of times for us, but yeah, he didn't. He didn't close. What was the next night? He, I think he might have done Unasota. Unasota was the next night. So he mixes that up. Well, and Banditos was late. Yeah, much show, later, which yeah. is I mean. So once right. again, if you get a chance, if Roger's in your area, um, support him. Yeah, Roger Kreiner. He will not be disappointed. It's you don't a guarantee to, from us here at the yeah. North Coast. You don't have to hear music beforehand. Just go and enjoy a good show and go. Put the pen down, damn it. My uh, Facebook message at the end of the night was I've recharged my batteries. And I yes. feel like that after every show. show is that that was, good. at the end of the show, I was, that was a little sad, actually. I get kind of down, you know what I mean? Because it's over. Mm-hmm. It snuck up on me, and, and usually I build myself up, up to it, and I didn't have that chance. And I felt kind of bummed that I, uh, I kind of let it go without his, his uh, as much of a build-up as I usually yeah, have. You said that email like, uh, yeah, you're like, you're oh, I missed it. I've like missed it, but we didn't miss it. Yeah. But since I didn't get ready for it so strong. Yeah, this this concert was, it kind of snuck up on everybody for some reason. Yeah. Even though we knew well in advance when it was coming, it still kind of snuck up on us. And a lot of it is that it was on a Sunday, and it would, that kind of just threw things off. Off kilter a little bit, at least. At least well, you took me. the day off afterwards. I did have to. It was like a Saturday for me. It was still. It was just. It felt like a Sunday. Jeez, people were more subdued, right? We weren't drinking as much. There weren't as many people there. So back to the Jimmy Buffett podcast. All right, where were we anyway? Uh, Southern Cross, which again I'm spoiled by. This just happens to sound so good in my car, but I really like this version of this song. This was a highlight for me, listening to the show. I agree, and the thing with that song is I think that I should be getting sick of it, and yet I'm not. And this was, a, I think, a, there. a good version. I'm gl- it's like, it's good that it's not, re- it's only live. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of cool. I know he plays it all the time stuff, but I always like the song. And, and oops, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Wasn't... I was just going to point out, once again, it started without the Hurricane song as an intro. It was on its own. Yeah, I really want to get sick of Southern Cross, and yet I can't get sick of it. I'm there. I'll let you know what it's like. <laughs> Go away for a Bitter old Mike. Bitter old Mike. Next song was Pirate Looks at 40. Jimmy performs this one solo. Very nice performance. Just Jimmy and his guitar. I always enjoy Jimmy doing an acoustical version of his songs. Next song, Margaritaville. Jimmy makes a reference to Minnesota during the song, which drew a number of boos from the crowd. And I believe this is a, this is because Brett Favre signing because of Brett Favre signing with the Vikings earlier in the week. Other than that, the crowd was in sync with the band for the national anthem of Margaritaville. And here's the audio of what Listener Ed was referring to. Although you really can't hear the booing, I think the band kind of drowns it out. Listener Ed's right. Minnesota. I haven't got a blue. Yep, I'm near blue. They have a little complex. Oh, I, uh, I missed this part. Listener, it also adds that Elo and Glenn Warf were on stage for this one. 
Jimmy mentioned that this song will have two bass players. And then the second half is rounded out by Finn's good performance. The band and crowd were rocking during during this song, and then uh, the band disappears before the first encore. Which was We Are The People, our parents warned us about. Another great live performance. Again, the band and crowd were rocking with this one. And that is a good, that's a good uh, encore song. It's a favorite, crowd favorite. And then uh, the next encore was Scott's favorite song, Yellow Submarine. Although I love the Beatles, I do not care for any other bands doing their songs. John Lovell was again dancing during this one. So Listen Red's not a fan of Yellow Submarine. The Beatles have 9,000 better songs. Scholars. <laughs> Scott counted them all. 9,000 better songs to choose from. What the hell is he doing singing Yellow Submarine? There are so many. Okay, Jimmy, here's a clue. You write a book. How about Paperback Writer? I mean, come on. Something. What is going on with Yellow Submarine? He wanted a novelty it's song like there. That's a novelty song. And he song. thought it would be a sing-along. Sing yeah. I'm going to go into mix camp. Because, again, this sounded really good. And listening to the shows earlier in the spring and summer, I mean, I didn't like the way it sounded. And this sounded really good. I, I liked it. I can so, see why he does it, but I could do without it. Thank you. You know? It's dumb. I can, yeah. I won't fault I can, him for it. it totally I can agree, takes with, me out I can of agree with you guys, but also like it at the same time. Yeah. Play the well, I'd rather play the YM fucking CA, the Yellow Submarine. Seriously. Oh, hey, now <laughs> fucking CA. Wait, everybody. <laughs> the crowd would sing around with that. Yeah, the crowd would sing. Especially the fucking part. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. How do you How do you do that one? <laughs> you need a finger. You need more than, <laughs> more than just your arms. Oh, Sorry. That to me, I might even listen to Elmo's song there, Eli, or whatever the fuck his name is. Elmo. Elmo Ferreira. I thought you were trying to say Sesame Street. And you said because it was from the Elmo album. They do some That song has no business being there. I'm more, I'm, I'm, I've been swayed, I'll just stand in line behind Mick pretty much on this. Except, it's documented that he doesn't have to do all these covers. And, yeah, and I yeah. would support that. But since he did, yeah, sing along to a Buffett I song? support this one over all of the, a lot of these others. I have which one. Anyway, uh, in introducing Yellow Submarine, Jimmy complained about the weather once again. Here's the audio of that. Gee, was it cold? Thanks again, have a great summer. I hope it gets here before winter. Okay. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> He's getting a little more and more. It's not even being funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's wearing a jacket now. He's it's like bitter Jimmy. He sounds like me when I was like, up this there. This is ridiculous. 30 songs in, man. <laughs> freaking August. I'm freezing my ass off. And then the final song. Growing older, but not up. As the days grow more complicated, summer schools feel where uh, Jimmy really shined on this one. A great song with just Jimmy and his guitar. I always look forward to this part of the concert where Jimmy does an acoustical version of one of the songs. And that's true, he does try to wrap it up with a, an acoustic version of something. Which just popped... I like that song. Just popped two ringtones. 
in my head. Because, like, when your parents call, you could have growing older but not up. And we are the people. We are the people. I thought that's what you were going to say. He went somewhere else. I went back to it. I had them both there. I had them both there. Because I was thinking, when my mother called, she said, you need to grow up. So I was thinking for my mother. Then when my dad, we are the people. And because I'm lame and haven't listened to all the Radio Marie shows religiously, I don't remember him doing this at the end. Has he done this? No, he hasn't. Uh, this was excellent. Yeah, I, I like this song. Treat. You're doing acoustic, and I'm with Listener Ed. We're, we're right in line with when Jimmy and his guitar and all that stuff. I yeah. like that stuff. Uh, it's yep. a way to close out the show. Send, That's the way to have home. a show. Nice and calm. He needs to be like Roger. Yeah, this is more like last year when he was pulling out uh, rarities for the end song. Mm-hmm. This year he's kind of he's kind of settled on uh, like two or three songs, but right. this song is... Outstanding. Yeah, yeah this sounds special for Alpine Valley. Oh, this, this, and I, I, li- I love this. Yeah, it's a great I, I song. may pull this out and put it in regular listening. This and Southern Cross and yep. Yellow Submarine. Just always. And listener, it has his uh, wrap up of best songs, best performances, and high points and low points. The best songs were Gypsies in the Palace, Son of a Son of a Sailor, Last Mango in Paris, and Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. The best performances were Jimmy doing Growing Older But Not Up, Peter on Cheeseburger in Paradise, and Summer School, uh, John Lovell for Frank and Lola, Mike Utley on Last Mango in Paris, Robert G. for One Love, and Adira in Conky Tonkin. I like how Listener Ed did that. He should have a little podcast. It's a summary, right? He sums and it all up for yeah, you at does, the end. he does. High points. And it's all consistent with his comments. Yeah, the high point was the band playing a superb concert during a cold and rainy night. And the low point was the guy in the crowd blowing the conch Mm -hmm. out for 45 minutes. And the lady seated behind me screaming during the first half of the concert. Mm -hmm. And the guy next to the screaming lady in the seat behind me trying to talk to his friend Scott on the cell phone. (laughs) Scott! Scott! See, you're going to mess that up for him? You didn't mention that, did you? Let's go back to the guy said his friend. I don't have any friends, so <laughs> you know it wasn't me. No, this is good review. Thank you. That's listener a great Ed. review. Yeah, listener Ed uh, very is thorough, now very good review. Now are definitely our roving reporter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll have the and uh, he'll get paid uh, twice as much as the rest of us. <laughs> okay, time. time to go to bed. Wrap up the show, Jennifer. Say good night to the fans. Yeah, please say good night, Jennifer. Of um, wasting away, wasting away. On, on, the <laughs> on, the on the North Coast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Please support Scott's PayPal account <laughs> so he can buy the barbecue grill and the blender. Days shorter. Just talk with some friends. We pack it in, come back out when it's warm again. When you live on the North Coast, you manage your time. Get the best of three months, you gotta live through nine. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the That's life on the North Coast Wasting away